Hello, this is Pastor Ariel, and I just want to tell you how pleased I am to know that you are finding this podcast to be a blessing for you. Please remember to subscribe in whatever platform you're listening to Devotional. This way you will be notified every time a new episode gets published. And don't forget to click on the links for all the free resources to get the most out of this podcast. Also, if a specific episode has been of special blessing to you, please remember to share with your friends and loved ones. Lastly, please consider becoming a regular supporter of this podcast. Even a 99 cents a month contribution would be much appreciated. And now, here's today's episode. Welcome once again to Devotional. This is lesson number four. This is day four for Tuesday, January 22. So now we are looking at this sealed, sealed, sealed scroll, sorry about that, sealed scroll uh, from Revelation and it also becomes uh, a central component of this uh, section. And we talked about the elders, right, what, what do they see? And in this scroll, we begin to see something of that same nature. Um, the, the sealed scroll, and because we don't use these anymore, it may be difficult for some of you to actually think of what this looks like. So by no means am I trying to be disrespectful or demean the imagery of the book of Revelation, but I'm trying to think of something modern that we do use, at least here in America and Michigan, that could resemble physically what this scroll may have looked like. I've seen a real scroll while I was in seminary. Dr. Bolotnikov, who was our Hebrew professor, he was able to find a scroll of the book of Jonah, and it was big. It was about five feet long um, and a good half foot wide. It was quite well, and just the book of Jonah, it's four chapters, it was quite big. Um, so this scroll, and after that reference, I'm realizing this, this thing is huge. Um, but what does that look like? Well, you probably may, you may have a bounty paper towel roll in your house, right? Now, if you could take that, that paper towel uh, roll, and stretch it out, you know, so that it becomes like 10 times longer and maybe way thicker, maybe two feet thicker. Um, now you have a better idea of what a scroll looks like. It's big and heavy. And it, at least the one here in the book of Revelation is written on the inside and on the outside. So you can see that there's writing on both sides. And this specific, I mean, if you can continue with that visualization of a bounty, roll of bounty, if uh, on the edge, you know that there's always that initial page or piece of paper that you can peel off to begin unrolling the bounty. On that, there are seven seals that prevent it from being opened. And what does that look like? Um, I remember getting these uh, Hallmark stickers. They were gold with a little crown that you would put on envelopes. Remember that when you send a birthday card or something, especially if you want to send cash, <laughs> you want to extra secure, you would put a seal on that envelope with the hopes that the person that you're sending the letter to, only, only that person was authorized to break that seal, that peel off that sticker. And this scroll has seven of them. And we will talk about these seven seals uh, as in the book of Revelation that are coming right up. But right now we just wanna conceptualize this scroll. Um, I wanna read to you something from the, the quarterly that is very insightful. 
It says this, The sealed scroll contains the history of God's providences, the prophetic history of nations and the church. Herein was contained the divine utterances, His authority, His commandments, His laws, the whole symbolic counsel of the eternal, and the history of all ruling powers in the nations. In symbolic language was contained in that role the influence of every nation, tongue, and people from the beginning of Earth's history to its close. I thought that was powerful because this scroll meant, it presents to us the universality of God's salvation. This scroll does not just have the history of the Jewish nation. This scroll does not just have the history of the Christian church. This scroll has the history of all ruling powers in the nations. Uh, every nation, tongue, and people from the beginning of Earth's history to its close. So this is like an autobiography of planet Earth. If you want to look at it that way. It's an autobiography of planet Earth and these seals are going to be removed and just like this sticker right from a hallmarks card that you get for your birthday or for christmas it's not too difficult to peel that off but if my my wife gets that letter i won't have an authority to open it because i'm not her um or my neighbor right and making it even stronger if, if i see that you know man that's a pretty envelope there's probably <laughs> a gift card in there maybe for pizza I can't just simply say, you know, I'm going to peel off that, that sticker because I can. It's not that there's a physical inability restraining anyone from peeling off these seals. It's the authority. And Jesus has received this authority to the cross. The reason he is worthy to open these seals of this scroll that has the history of the human race is not because simply this is the history of the human race. Um, this is that in him, in Jesus, all of human history has now been able to be rewritten because of his grace and his forgiveness. You know, if the human race had not uh, experienced God's intervention, our history would be really short. It would be a tiny little scroll, maybe even a sentence. And humanity died. That's it. And humanity perished. Or... If you want to quote the Bible, the wages of sin is death. That would have been the, the, the whole of human history. That would have summarized every experience here on earth. The wages of sin is death and the human race is extinct. They no longer exist. But because of Jesus, because of his sacrifice, because he was that lion and that lamb that was slain, Human history now can be rewritten. Now your history doesn't have to be one of chaos, despair, and destruction because of the grace of God. You are not fixed. Through Christ, your history can be rewritten. That's powerful. Um, because of what God has done, is doing, and will do for you, this is what gives us hope. In the scroll is the destiny that is now possible for all humanity because of the sacrifice of Christ. And a detail, 
right? I was listening to a professor give a lecture on the book of Revelation, and when he mentions this scroll be, being written in both sides, he said this is unusual. It was highly, you know, it was not very common at all to have a scroll written on both sides, um, unless what you have to write, um, you run out of room. And so you would have to go to the back. So you have to calculate, you know, how much letter spacing and everything. That's what they will call scribes. They, they learned for years how to create these scrolls and they knew how much space they would need to write what they would need it to, to write. But what if you had to write more than could fit on this scroll? And for me, this is significant. Um, there's a, a, a verse in the Bible uh, right uh, at the end of the Gospel of John, in fact, the same uh, apostle that wrote the book of Revelation, the last uh, verse in his Gospel, John chapter 21, verse 25, says this, And there are also many other things which Jesus did, which, if they were written in detail, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that could be written. Jesus did many more things that I just can't fit in here. My scroll has ran out. So I'll close with this. There are many other things that Jesus did that, actually, now that I think about it, if they were to be written one by one in detail, I can assure you that not even the whole world could contain the books. This scroll is written front and back because what God has done to save the human race, it just the books run out of room. You need to write on the other side. Psalms 138 is the other verse that I thought of. Um, Psalms um, 139, actually, verse 17, it says, How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would outnumber the sand. And of course, who has counted the sand? Who has counted the sand in the Sahara? Who has counted the sand? I mean, I went to Puerto Rico. It's a tiny little island in the Caribbean. I would not even think to venture to try to count the sand in Luquillo Beach, much less in all of Puerto Rico and Cuba and Jamaica and the Dominican Republic. And like I said, the Sahara Desert. And... If you were to write these thoughts, you would quickly run out of room. You would quickly lose count. So, the message of the scroll itself speaks about each human being's experience. Because I thought about this. This was powerful. The Apostle John, when he writes those words that, you know, he, he thinks that not all the world could contain the books of what Jesus did, catch this, in three and a half years. This is not speaking about someone that lived for 90 years and did gazillions of things and traveled all over the world. Jesus moved in a very limited, confined part of the world, impacted just a few individuals. Yet John says that if you could write down everything Jesus did in three and a half years, the books on planet Earth could not contain that information. And I'm going to ask you, how old are you? How old are you? Because whatever number that is, if you're listening to this, I'm going to guess is more than three and a half. You're more than a three and a half year old. Maybe you are a 17 year old. Maybe you are a 25 year old. Maybe you are like me, a 47 year old, a 67, an 80 year old. And it doesn't matter. The older you are, 
you simply have greater evidence that if you were to write down everything God has done to save you, this earth could not contain those books. If you were to try to stop and think, and this is something that I guess can only and will only happen in heaven in its fullness, but this psalm is being written here by someone experiencing this right now, and he's he's thinking about his past life. If I would count all your precious thoughts to me, all your interventions, all your providences to save me, if I would attempt to count them, it would be futile. There, they are more. What you have done for me outnumber the sands on planet Earth. So take courage. Today, this God is acting to save you. And every day, the works of God to save you and I outnumber the sands of the sea. Take courage. God has not abandoned you. This same God that has written and rewritten human history with grace and hope and forgiveness wants to rewrite your history today. Hello, this is Pastor Ariel, and I hope you were blessed with today's episode of Devotional. It is my prayer this resource will inspire you to spend personal time studying God's Word, including using the study tool of our Sabbath School Quarterly. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to this podcast. This way, you will be notified each time a new episode is published. And don't forget to scroll down on the show's description and click on the links for all the free resources to get the best experience out of this podcast. Also, please remember to share with your friends through social media, be it Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or the one you use regularly. This way, they can also be blessed with this resource. Lastly, please consider becoming a financial supporter of this podcast. It would be much appreciated. This is Pastor Ariel inviting you to study the Bible with me again on our next episode of Devotional. Devotional.